This is my first ever podcast, you know. Is it? Yeah. Oh my God, welcome. Hey. <laughs> so hello and welcome back to Flip the Switch. I am joined by Ishtia May, hey. friend, and I want you to introduce yourself today. Oh. I know, sorry, maybe I didn't tell you that. But do you okay. want to introduce yourself? Because I think it's really important for you to tell everyone all the bits that you're doing and all the bits like you're focusing on as well okay. right now. Yeah. So Ishtia, uh, what do you do? <laughs> Tell what me. do I do? I just wobble through life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I am a radio producer for BBC One Extra. Um, that's what I do every single week on a Sunday, Heartless Crew, seven till nine. Um, and then outside of that, I freelance. So I work within loads of different companies doing um production, audio production and tour management for Playmaker Group. So we look after currently we've been looking after loads of Caribbean artists. So mm-hmm. We're prominent in the Caribbean scene. We manage um, talent, so like Shawnee B, DJ Ace. And what else do I do? In previously, I've done artist management, event mm-hmm. management, event coordination, um, artist consultancy. And yeah. The list goes on. Yeah, it, it's never ending, is <laughs> it's, it? Yeah, there's always a new thing, <laughs> isn't it? There's always something that I want to learn. Yeah, and I love that. I yeah. think that's great. I think I want to get into the mind of Ishtia. Okay. I think we, I want, I just want to get to know. know? Yeah, I do, I do. We're going there. Okay. (laughs) And let's just go back. Let's just go back to when you were figuring it out. Okay. So I feel like you've very much established where you are now. And I think we need to get, understand where you were Mm -hmm. and that process. Because the process isn't always easy, is it? Oh my God. It could be really difficult. Yo, that process. (laughs) It's hard. (laughs) Finding yourself, all of that. Nah. The ghetto. <laughs> so can we can we go back to that? Yes, like, I guess like can. maybe is uni a good point of yeah. figuring it out when you were like thinking about your career? Okay, so I studied... Okay, I'm going to take it back to college. I studied mm-hmm. business and accounting in college. Did you? Yeah. Accounting? Less on the accounting, more on the business. <laughs> Can't imagine you as an accountant. <laughs> Bro, I wouldn't my way through that. I yeah. don't know how I got through that, but we made it. I love it. So, um, yeah, did that in um, college. And then I thought, okay, I like talking. I've always wanted to be Stacey Dooley or Reggie Yates. They, they were like my inspirations. I always wanted to be in front of the camera um, presenting a documentary or some mm-hmm. sort. So I was like, okay, cool. So how do I get into that? Like, what are the roots and stuff? So I was like, okay, radio is where you start. And I was like, cool. So how can I finesse it for my parents? So mm-hmm. they're not on my case. So yeah. let me go uni so they can be quiet for a minute and <laughs> let me figure this out. So I was like, cool, let me go uni and study journalism. Okay. But I had gotten into uni to study law. Mm-hmm. like because Just like me. <laughs> when, you, when you go to apply, you have to go for a course and everything. So come right. August, I already had a slot. Um, at a uni to do law mm-hmm. and then obviously my dad was so gassed mm-hmm. Asian parent yo my daughter's doing law <laughs> it's the aunties <laughs> that love it as well. bro they're mad love a gossip you know what's your son doing what's your daughter Mine's doing law. <laughs> bro I came to my dad and I said yeah law is not a bit of me yeah. I'm gonna go study journalism mm-hmm. um, at another uni and he was so devastated oh, and I was yeah. just like okay you're gonna have to firm this one for a sec yeah. so let me just go and do that did that now and then I did education is not really my route mm. so like and that's totally yeah, fair yeah yeah it wasn't it's not for everyone it's, 
Well, like lectures and that right. style of learning. Like, can you expect anyone? Do you know to... what? I love I love being everyone's brethren. Yeah. So, <laughs> so in the class, I just wouldn't stop talking, mm. and it's like, oh, I'm actually, but I'll be friends with the right people. So the lecturer will be my mate. The person, the person that's actually getting the work done will be my mate. And they it's can do like, yeah, let's get in a group, man, because group activity and like do the work together. Oh and then comes to the work, I'm just like, I really do not enjoy this. Right. Okay. Um. So, but I really enjoy the side of like presenting and like mm. the technical side of things it's more of like the theory that it's just like i can't I you don't just, do you like switch off you're just yeah, like, yeah this is not interesting. to engage me is a lot mm. so i feel like when i am in a room and you're talking at me i just can't do it are you like a visual learn like do you have to learn by doing yeah yeah, like yeah, one yeah. Of them? Okay, yeah like if you if you speak to me in like a you're not just talking at me, but we're having a conversation and I'm learning off of that. Like I can ask questions whilst we're conversating. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Like I'll understand what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And if you physically show me how to do it, it will like click into my head. Interesting. But if you're talking at me and you're giving me theory <laughs> and logic and explaining why each thing does what it's like I'm you lost me you completely lost me <laughs> do you know Homer Simpson where it's like la 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 yeah. la la in his head he's yeah. trying to speak to him he's like la 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 that's what I Bro, think <laughs> I'll just I'll zone out like mm. without not intention like not intentionally yeah. like I'll just zone out mm-hmm. and I caught myself doing that a lot at uni and then at the time I was just like so what can I do to help myself mm. get to where I want to be so I used to go to bare events like one up yeah like one up <laughs> running in there and I must have social anxiety because I don't like being in there. Yeah. And it's like, I used to always feel so on edge. Yeah. Like, I don't know no one here. I don't know if it's Beggy to go and say hi and all of that kind of, all of those things will just go through my head. Yeah. And I'm just like, cool, do you know what? I've got to be it. I've got to make some friends. That's good. So you like learn to back yourself yeah, as well in yeah. like the room. I had to take that risk. Mm-hmm. And I've realized being uncomfortable is the best compared to being comfortable. Yeah. Because when you feel comfy, you ain't doing nothing. Right. But when you're uncomfortable, it's like, all right, cool. You're mm-hmm. trying to make the next step. You're trying to do something. Yeah. It's pulled up at loads of um, free events um, that were around media and music and radio presenting and journalism. Mm. And then off the back of that, um, started working at a community radio station. So I worked at Repre- Represent Radio mm-hmm. and I worked at Westside. Mm-hmm. So that was a vibe. Um, I was doing production there. And okay. that's how I fell into production. Yeah, I wanted to be all up in the front of the camera. I wanted to be interviewing people and all that. And I was just like, yo, there's way too much pressure to be in front of people. It's a lot. Yeah. And you've it, like, got- but like you've been, you've done it for a long time. Though, yeah, haven't you? I have. And like, I also like you realize the downsides of it yeah. just as much as like because there's the euphoria like euphoria after isn't yeah, it and it's yeah. like you get off stage and like the adrenaline oh is like mad oh my god crazy. it also like it's not for everyone it's not like mm. i agree like i actually like sitting like this yeah, yeah yeah as opposed to hosting an event with 200 people it's a lot it's like i've tried it yeah. i've put myself in that position to be that cool do you know what give it a shot and yeah. see how it goes and I've just felt like my nerves are all over the gaff. Mm. My anxiety is just not helping me right now. Yeah, like yeah, it's not my giving. back is up against the wall. I'm just like, this is not the vibe. Yeah. So Okay, so you figured that out and then, yeah. you, then you love production from yeah. quite an early age. But the thing actually. is, I still love presenting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just there's different thought, like ways of presenting and yeah, broadcasting. Of course. So like I as a radio presenter, you're behind the camera, but now you've got to be in front of social media in order yeah. to gain listenership and stuff. So tell me about it. Catch twenty two. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I would. I like exploring. I don't mind being documented. Yeah. I, I still want to go down the Reggie Utes and Stacey Dooley vibe mm-hmm. of like. 
being going abroad and like teaching people about things and learning myself yeah but doing the whole hi guys welcome back to my channel like <laughs> i don't know if that's a bit of me anymore and, like, that, and that's fair because like yeah i like how you can pick it back up at any time right 100 you've got the skill yeah, like yeah, yeah. you've still got the dream of doing the documentaries and yeah. you've got like so many things that you're passionate about like in terms of like helping yeah. people yeah, yeah, yeah and we will touch upon that in a little bit um about all the things that you want to do yeah. in your career when you were there, like you'd done production, yeah, you had, had like gone to uni trying to figure out and you're kind of like, like this, don't, don't like that. Let's drop or like yeah. drop down these yeah, things. Yeah. How did you then go out like getting a job? Like, what did you think about career? Do you just apply for anything? Like, or did you, were you strategic about it? Like what was going on in your head? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There's no like right way of doing this, mm. um, especially in this day and age. Because the way I got into what I do now, it was just very like off the cuff like okay, yeah. it was not this like the route that everybody would take so I, I'm a uni dropout so mm -hmm. I was in I got a second year mm. I made it that far yeah, yeah. and then I thought yeah no this isn't a big bit plus I put myself in debt for all of this like mm. it's not this isn't the vibe um and then whilst I was thinking so there was a there's a period where it goes into summer so it'd be like the end of the uni years like July June mm -hmm. Um, prior to that, I think May times, I must have seen an old friend and she worked at the BBC. Mm. But I had met her a couple of years back at some events. So, yeah. you know, them events I was just pulling yeah, up at, one of those. trying to network <laughs> and get people, get to know people. Yeah. Um, further on down the line, she started, she was working at um, at BBC. So I was like, oh, let me come mm. shadow you. Like, mm -hmm. like, what's the vibe? Like, can I come and see what you do? Like, I would love to get into it. Obviously, I'm still working at community stations. Mm -hmm. Love to see what national radio looks like. So then she was like, yeah, sure. She put that link together and yeah. she brought me down into the BBC. So what she did, my first show that I worked on was DJ Edu with her oh, just nice. shadowing, seeing what she was doing on One Extra. And off the back of that, me and her were having a conversation in the office. And someone overheard the conversation and I must have been talking about being Asian and being in the industry and there's not that many people representing. Mm -hmm. Just the normal yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I, feel that, I feel that. Um, and someone overheard and was like, oh, you're Asian. Oh, you want to you wanna get into production or you do production? I was like, yeah, I do that. <laughs> and she was like, well, send us an email and like we'll get you involved in our company and like get you producing some shows or like AP and an assistant producing and learning the ropes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I was just on it, like a carb on it. Amazing. Sent her the email. She aired me. Had to resend another <laughs> send email. Send another one. Yeah. Aired again. Send another <laughs> Send about three. And then I got through <laughs> right, to the right person. I think Amazing. someone was on a holiday. Someone was sick. Annual leave. All of this, that, and the other. <laughs> I'm just like, everything all under the sun, all in one go. Yeah. But cool. Um, got through to um, somebody. And then lockdown hit. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's also why everybody was airing emails because there was so much going on mm. and times were changing. So everyone had to quarantine and stay in that. That felt so crazy at the time. Wild. That is. Like, I feel like we went through a mad. Yeah. Time. Now you look back, you're like, that did Bro. not happen. <laughs> but then, like, also, radio changed so much yeah. at that point, right? Yeah. Like, even the fact that there's no sh live studios as much as was they recording from home i don't even yeah, know everyone was yeah was recording from home Which is, so you wouldn't come into the studios and stuff they would mm. have their mic at home and they'll record from home and then you'd like speak to your producer through zoom so your oh producer will sit on zoom whilst you're recording your show tell you what links to do and it's like it's it was so, so different yeah so i started the bbc in 2020 um 
okay. in lockdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was doing just bits and bobs. And obviously, because I physically couldn't be in the studio, I wasn't able to learn things mm-hmm. on the job. Mm-hmm. So even though I've been there for that long, I, I could... The learning experience is yeah, so different. Yeah, it's so different. Which is quite cool in a way, though, because like you learn in such a unique time when, that yeah. never, like it won't happen. It won't happen which again. Which is like quite yeah. cool to say like yeah, you yeah, were yeah. there. Yeah. And that was like your first experience of like the BBC anyway. Yeah. No, yeah, no facts. And luckily, the people that I was working with... Um, I had said like I'd prefer to work in the office because working from home remember I'm really hard to engage mm. so if I'm working from home I'll be looking at the telly I'll be like oh I've got this yeah. to edit but I'll be going somewhere else so if I'm in a controlled environment I'll get the job done ASAP mm-hmm. um, one thing I realized the other day um, my procrastinate when I get the job done I get the job done okay. but it takes forever to get that job done because I procrastinate like crazy yeah I think- you, and you have to eliminate all obstacles though I find yeah like my phone is thrown is thrown really? across the- yeah like I have to be so strict because I'll see something and then I'll click on it yeah, but and you're then I'll really go good at part. organization though yeah but I have to be so focused and hard on, like hard on myself in a way yeah because I'm like if I, I'm literally self-sabotaging otherwise yeah because no I do not think like all the things that you care about sometimes you put them at the bottom oh my god no facts and you're like why do we do that like i've been trying to so do weird. this you do the to-do list in it oh i love a to-do yeah, list. yeah i've been you know trying if you see the state of the to-do list that i've got it just never ended never and i'm ending. just like so how do i do this like, well you got i feel like i've been learning to have peace with oh, okay. the to-do list and like it's always gonna be never ending and that's i'm like it's that's okay <laughs> do you know you have to just deal like it's gonna be like that like every week it kind of starts again. Yeah. And you know that endless like like it's like Friday, you've still got loads left and I'm so like So much left. I can't. And you've even. got to carry it over and it's like Yeah. Bro. But like the thing is you're what you're really good at though is juggling multiple things at once. Oh yeah. And I think I think let's let's get straight into that okay, and let's cool. flip the switch. Yeah. And move into music. Yeah. You ready? Let's have it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. So let's move into like you talked a bit about production mm-hmm. and just like growing that and you still are. Like yeah. you're very much a producer. Yeah. yeah. And, but like, see, there's that side of you. Yeah. Talk to me more about the other sides of like within music that like you've tested Mm -hmm. out and tried out. Because like artist management, like I think it was when I knew you, like like, started to get to know you, you were like jumping and testing it out. Yeah. But how has that journey been as well? Um, That was an experience. Mm. Um, I think I was growing as a producer at the time as well. And you will never be like, in order to be good at what you do, you've got to learn and you've got to put that time aside to learn about it and know it fully inside out. Um, And then at the time I picked up artist management as well. And you got, that's a trade in itself. That's something you've got to learn inside out, learning how to deal with people, deal with a person. You're basically his emotions. Obviously Mm. I I, I was with a violin artist um, Mm. who also did R&B, but he was breaking into R&B. So um, just, like helping him like go through that process um mentally like physically whether that be putting time aside through for studio and like finding out like what can make him better and what because obviously we're in financial times as well so that as a new artist the scene is so um full of people like right it's like saturated saturated that's the word yeah so there's so many people that you're Mm. in competition with and you're not the only person that does what you do. Yeah. So how do you make yourself different? Or like, how do you find your sound? And how do you find your audience? And how do you gauge traction? There's so many different things. Wow. And with a world that music is churned like 
every single day. Yeah. There'll mm. be a trend yesterday and there'll be a next one today. Like so different now as well. It's so, like, like, even the length of songs has changed, hasn't it? It's oh like my much shorter God. now. I think so. Yeah, That's I think wild. 30 seconds, like people know choruses more than they do the whole song. They would yeah. rather not listen to the whole song. They'd rather just listen to that 30 seconds that sped up version. <laughs> version. Yeah. It is, yeah, It's it, the times have changed. Yeah. So I guess like you you gave that a go and like tested that out. Is that something you'll bring back in the future? Like, I is it like another yeah. pop that you'll bring back i think so um i'm very open to doing it again yeah um but i really enjoyed the artists that i worked with and Mm. i was for them a lot and i think that's what also helped because i actually really enjoyed his music and the violin and how he composed everything it was easier for me to walk into a room and sell him and naturally just talk about him in spaces that i am in so because i work as a producer I would be naturally around um, presenters and like other people that work in different departments outside of production. So able to just have them conversations. And we went on tour that year as well. Mm. We went on tour with Stephen Barlett, which was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So for that to be that, that year was a very packed out year Mm -hmm. um, alongside my production stuff. So as we were putting together an album. We did a songwriting camp. Mm-hmm. Um, we were planning for his headline show the following year. Busy. Went on tour. Busy, with busy, busy, busy. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a roadmap in place, just different ways we can make him known within the UK and across the what like nationwide and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, how do you make an impact? And then with the times, because obviously people aren't really going out. We just come mm-hmm. off the back of lockdown. Yeah. So it was 2022, off the back of lockdown. Um, music is so like short-lived. Right. You're not finding quality music. And when you do make quality music, it's hard to promote that because none of these young people care. Mm. And then if you're attracting older audiences, they mm. might already be in a nostalgia bag and they might not be open to listening to new artists. Right. So it takes a certain type of person and a certain type of people. And mm. I'm not saying that it's impossible, but there's always an audience there for you. But it was just you've got to learn a lot about the market, especially as an artist manager, because the artist's job is not to think about any of that. Right. You've got to do their day-to-day schedule and you've got to do their like yearly schedule, monthly schedule. Mm. How are we impacting this month? What are we doing better? What are our targets? What are our goals? And then obviously balancing the human themselves. Like course, everybody's yeah. a human. We all go through life, especially off the back of lockdown. Mm. You're, you may not be financially there. What, what fundings are there available? How are we going to um, put them applications together? There's you, a, yeah. yeah. If you've not got money, like who can invest in it? Because studio costs time, like yeah. money. It all costs so, money. Everything, everything costs, costs money. Everything costs money. To travel somewhere costs money. Yeah. Like to put an album together, to mix and master something. Everything costs money. Wow. So because of that, it's like, cool. So do I get a job? Do I get, do I not get a job? Do I focus on my career? So at the time he was a school teacher he used to work three days, but that was straining him, mm. taking him away from the music. Mm. So because of that, we came to the decision that, okay, cool, do you know what? Let's stop the music, mm. um, stop the teaching and let's go full throttle into the music. Wow. And that means knowing your worth, like knowing that you're worth more than what you are charging right now, mm. knowing where you sit in the market, like who you trying to attract, what your target audiences are, all of that kind of stuff. And then dealing with your emotions and your mental health at the same time. Yeah. like It's amazing because yeah. like you did so much. It sounds like that year. It was a very packed And like year. you're helping someone and you're seeing like 
the impact directly. Yeah. Like, which is incredible. And I feel like impact, like you are a very impact driven person, which yeah, is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And like uplifting others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just moving slightly into like, being a founder as well because like yeah. adding that as another thing to yeah. your kind of list yeah. like you have you have like this amazing mission in a way yeah um with like breaking down doors can you yeah. tell a bit us a bit more like what what is it <laughs> like where, where do you want to go with it as well um okay cool so breaking down door it's very close to my heart mm. um only because it's something that i've always wanted to do and just from coming from my background having parents that aren't really here for what you do mm-hmm. and a community that doesn't really understand the music industry and what it entails and like the different roles and responsibilities and the things that you can do within it my family are very um conservative mm-hmm. um they're muslims they're very like very conservative so being out in the open being around people being in these spaces is a bit like raw like mm-hmm. why don't you just just get work for the man, get your nine to five, come home, just be a quiet little Asian girl, like yeah. quiet, good Asian That's girl. That's what they want is like security yeah. for you as well, yeah. don't they? Yeah, like tradition. security, traditional, like family orientated. Yeah. And I'm all here for that. Mm-hmm. I've got nothing against any of that, but I love what I do. I really, I wake up happy. Yeah. I'd like, even though it could be stressful, I wake up so happy and I'm doing what I love. That's amazing. As much as they don't like it and I might feel the kind of tension between them, like, because they don't, they see what I do every day and they're just not. They yeah, they don't they understand want it though, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So they want better and what I'm doing is great, but they just don't understand it. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I was like, breaking down doors needs to be, for that just being able to provide opportunity for young people i I was targeting at asian girls Mm. young asian girls Mm. um to be able to have that space to talk your mind and do what you want to do love what you want to do even though like it's not the traditional and it's not the norm of what you're known like what you're used to Mm -hmm. no one in my family has done anything that i've done it's the career options aren't music's not like an option it's not an option like you have the accounting the law the doctor the dentist and it's it's like was it is it blue collar it's like a blue collar job i think yeah and it's like it's like a tradition any traditional job i don't know about white blue collar, collar blue collar but, i get confused oh, okay, okay. I, yeah something like that but like yeah something where you wear a collar yeah, and like it's very um, traditional okay. in a way yeah, yeah. as opposed to like music is no what i'm doing is the ghetto clearly yeah, yeah. like it's, it's just, just different not, isn't it yeah it's just not what they're used to like none mm. of like none of the females in my family do what I do like most of them are very traditional and they've either like gotten married and they've just settled down and become housewives Mm -hmm. and like I've got nothing against that because I'd love to be look after and all of that but it just doesn't excite me like and you've got bigger like bigger ambitions in the world haven't you you want to make like a difference yeah and like also you want to live to your purpose like you enjoy music and like you want to be involved in it yeah no 100% but I think I wanted to talk to you about in terms of like music in general yeah because you're surrounded by it so much how do you find like switching off from it because like if you go to say like a night out or like a gig or whatever Mm. are you thinking with like artist management rain and then are you moving to like production like are you like how do you switch off with it even because it's like a hobby but also your job i've come to understand that you don't ever switch off in this job um because everything is an opportunity I can make a program about the light that's in the room. Mm. I can make a program about us sitting down on the couch. Like anything could be an opportunity to make a program and an idea that can come and you can bring it to life. Mm. And when I'm out, like the music. So if I'm 
if I'm out and I'm at a concert and I see the crowd and I see how they react to this one song, it's like, okay, that's the song that I need to be playing on radio or that's the song that the young people are liking. And like, it's always work. Right. So like when I'm, all of that kind of stuff isn't switching off. Mm -hmm. I'd say switching off for me, I haven't really found what I need to do to switch off mm. because you always need something to take you away from work. And currently I'm so immersed in it. Yeah. But because like work is kind of a sense of just my therapy, yeah. my running away from the real life or like my parents not understanding what I do, the mm. pet pressures of being an Asian young girl, mm -hmm. um, like marriage is coming up, mm. the pressure of like, when are you getting married and the auntie's talking and all of that kind of stuff. So because of that, like work is my sense of, freedom so it's like a play it, work is your play yeah, yeah 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 like it's your it's your thing yeah yeah, yeah. you own it like it's, it's literally i control whatever i do at work yeah if okay. i want to do this job i say yes to it if i don't want to do it i'll say no to it mm. and i'm not constrained by money so like as much as i'm a freelancer mm. and as much as um money is a factor that makes the world go round, i don't look at money in anything i do as much as i as i do to an extent but like, I'm not going to do a job just because I have to do a job because I need that money. Okay. I'd put I'd put passion before that. Okay. I'd put love before it. Yeah, that's I'd good. I'd put the people that I'm surrounded by. And I, like, I, if I'm not happy in that space, then there's no point in me doing it. Like, there mm. are some things that I, I may do just for a money grab, but it won't be a long-term thing. Mm. I will not ever tie myself into something that long term wise i'm not gonna enjoy doing yeah like that's good though You're yeah. put, you are putting yourself first and like you've yeah. developed like really strong boundaries 100%. like saying no is so yeah. hard it's so like, freelance as well like yeah. you want to say yes to like yeah, yeah, yeah. get every bit of money because you don't know if like the next project's you coming don't. in right yeah so it's like amazing thing and i appreciate as well like you being so honest just yeah. about like the pressures like yeah, that yeah. South Asians as well, particularly like I can resonate yeah. with South Asian culture and like how it can sometimes be a bit claustrophobic yeah. um, and like sometimes feel a bit backward in its ways. Mm. And like we have to break out, don't we? Yeah. And I feel like that's one thing that we I feel both... like a rebel child, you know? Yeah. Oh, constantly. And it's like, I'm not out here doing the madness because I know people <laughs> that do a madness. <laughs> like, yo, you're putting dirt on your name, girl. Yeah. But I'm not even doing that. I'm just working in music. And like, yeah, but it's like, it, it like feels taboo. And it's like, it's so it taboo. taboo. <laughs> it's so taboo. I think my cousin said to me, he was like, so when is this hobby like finishing? I said, hobby? hobby? Don't do me like that. I've been doing it for God knows how long. You've been doing it for years now. Yeah, right? no, literally. And he's like, yeah, but it's always something new. They don't understand that the music industry, you can go and do loads of different things. Oh, okay. So they're thinking you're jumping from one thing to another thing to another thing. Mm. So like, what is it that you do? They probably think like you're not focused, but actually it's, yeah. it is, it's actually really strategic. It's very strategic. Like in what you're doing. They like, all go hand in hand. Exactly. It's yeah. like a skill stacking, it's called. Literally. And it's like my favorite oh, thing okay. ever. Because then you've got, like, you've got the most leverage basically by oh, yeah. having all like these different skills. And it's yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah. Like if anything they gotta know it's, it's it's a good it's a good thing yeah it's like doing like the most I subjects think they gotta school. see the money before they like until they yeah yeah which and i guess it's like their priorities are different but one thing we connected over like when we first met <laughs> i have to go back to this because i think yeah. this was like like a big moment i feel yeah. like where we could connect and yeah. understand each other so well mm -hmm. is when we were talking about this notion of a double life yeah and like how do you find that shows up like 
in a daily basis or weekly basis? Do you find that you are different people like at work and with friends? There's a notion that there's three pe- types of people like okay. in one in one of us. Yeah. So like there's who we are at work, who yeah. we are with our like friends yeah. or friends or family mm-hmm. and then who we are like on our own. Okay. And I think that's really interesting. Um, how many how many ish tiers are there? <laughs> how many? You got ish, you got to your you got me. <laughs> Which one do you we want got today? <laughs> um no. Like, is there a wig like Hannah Montana? Like tell me more. I think there there must be. There must be. <laughs> no, there must be. Um I think at work, how oh, do you know what? It's hard, you know, because my family don't know Isha that's at work. Yeah, of course. Like, they they don't know who that is. No. Like, they won't understand who that is. Like, when I'm at home, I'm probably more quiet. Mm. Um, I'm more reserved. You can't be too boisterous in front of... Mm. My family are a loud family, don't get me mm. wrong. But I'll be the most quiet person in the room because you might be listening to Asian music or you might be talking about something that I have no interest in. Mm. So... Whereas like, you like light up around music and like... Yeah, yeah. like conversations where I'm, I've surrounded myself around people that know more than me. So I'm always asking questions. It's like learning and... Yeah, growth. and it's amazing because it's like, right, you've got mad experience. Where have mm. you been? Like, <laughs> what have you done? How have you done that? And it's like, I love to learn about stuff like that. Whereas mm. maybe... At, at home, it's more like, um, it's more laid back. Mm, you're not it's talking different side about, of you. Yeah, you're not talking about like music and you're not talking mm. about career goals and how to go to the next thing. And I'm just, I love the elevation and just learning more about how I can get better. Mm. So that's why it's like two different people because I might talk in a way outside of the house and then come home and then talk a different way. But I don't really talk much at home. I'm mm. very so into the work life right now mm. i've not actually spent time with the family in a very mm, long time interesting. which isn't great because i do love my family mm-hmm. um but we're all growing up that's a sad it's point also finding life. balance though right yeah it's striving for like the perfect balance is the hardest thing like so do you know nice. what we're talking about like color-coded calendars before this like i have to have calendars to remind me to ring like my family really? and like yeah because like otherwise you are in I told work you you're organized man i mean my do i remember to do scattered <laughs> like everything's in my head i know just, yeah it's like all there right? shout my man shout this person <laughs> yeah it's scattered it's hard it's really hard to keep up with that and that mm. and that's a really tough thing is like finding the balance between you want to like make sure that you're going to the gym you're sleeping and enough no facts. you're ringing your family every week and no you're facts. seeing your family enough and then your friends and socializing and work and facts. it's it's a lot it is a lot and it's like and it, and it feels like as well then adding on like as we get in our 20s yeah the pressure of just being in your 20s as well oh my god of like finding the perfect career and like oh doing what you god. love and making enough money buy a house whatever. oh my god <laughs> the list goes on it goes on and on and then yeah you turn to go into the rabbit hole of oh, like, this person's got a house now and, like, mm. what? And then everyone's on, like, 40K salaries and yeah. I'm out here freelancing mm-hmm. and just, like, scraping it. Like, and it's just, like, rah. But then I want to go on lavish holidays. And it's, like, what do you prioritise? Because I was I was moving reckless last year. Yeah. Like, I was out here doing the most. As in, like, burning out? Or? No, living my best life. Oh, no, amazing. Okay. Like, I was burnt <laughs> no out. Don't get me wrong. I was burnt out, but okay. I would I would make sure that I'm burnt out to the point where I can take that nice holiday. Right, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. I will go to that lavish place. I will spend that money mm-hmm. in that restaurant. Like, I've worked hard for it. Yeah. But then I realized that wasn't smart because, mm. like, as time comes along, 
as much as you're living your best life in the moment how about think about what you're going to do in the future but mm. we need to also stop putting pressure on ourselves i agree because like young like, you have to enjoy the process i think like you've got you to enjoy got the to. journey otherwise because you you're going to look back and be like i wasn't happy yeah because i wasn't at the goal yeah that i wanted to achieve yeah which is just yeah we, we don't want to live our life like yeah. that like how do you find then like putting everything like together as one like you've said talked a bit about balance and like yeah like it's always gonna the balance is gonna swing it's always yeah a lot and it's fine it's a seesaw it's a it goes seesaw. up it's and true. down and up and down yeah <laughs> up and down up and down <laughs> so like tell me as well like how a typical week would look like is there is there one is a there typical a typical week? week if you can explain it just for like someone that wants to say do week. loads of things in music mm. and is listening and is like i want to do do everything that Ishji is trying to get do yeah like how are you balancing like and also like is it based on a year like so i was i was saying earlier that like DJing only really comes into play towards summer, I find. Okay. It's quite slow at the moment. Yeah. And like Christmas is good. It's yeah. just, you know, it's periods of busy. Yeah. Is it okay. similar as well with everything that you do? Um, and it's like play up, play down, basically. Uh, okay. So week to week. The only consistent thing I've got right now is probably my Sunday show. Mm -hmm. So that has to happen every Sunday because it's live on yeah. air. So we do that every Sunday. Other than that, so currently, if I tell you my week that it's been this week, mm. starting from last Saturday, I was in Manchester on Saturday, did a um, did a tour management gig. With... Oh, so you're working on the weekends then? Yeah, I don't stop. Okay, so typical week is not Monday to Friday. Yeah, it's not on Monday <laughs> it's to Saturday. Friday. It's, girl, I it's don't... It's an eight-day week. It's, <laughs> it's just... The whole year is just the work, work, work. Yeah, okay. So, but the thing is, so obviously... Saturday, I did the um, tour management gig in mm -hmm. Manchester. Um, left London at like 10 a.m., came back for 5 a.m., left, um, went to bed, woke up again for like 12 midday, mm -hmm. and went to BBC to do two shows. Yeah. So I did uh, a show in the morning, and then I did my late night Heartless Crew show yeah. in the evening. Done that now. Come Monday, I had to do some meetings at like 9 a.m. So you like, so you're straight back. Yeah. So I've probably come out the studio at like 10 o'clock, right. 10.30. And then I'll go home, just about rest up, get into bed and then wake up for nine o'clock, start again. And then Monday had to get some stuff done, but it was a bit more of an easier day. Mm. Tuesday was a very more easier day. Mm -hmm. Wednesday, I'm in the office. I'm getting some work done, um, trying to get through things. And then Thursday, um, again more work. admin are you doing a lot of admin on computer yeah so wednesdays are admin mm. for the show mm. so planning and prepping so if you're gonna do like a radio show you've got a plan prep yeah get the guests in think about like what is the reason why you're doing mm. things um what the presenters are doing what the market is doing at the moment like what is it we work in um communications what is it that's going on on social media? What yeah. is it that's popping off and all of that? You've got to have your ear to the ground. Mm. Um, and then Friday, which is today, I'm doing this with yourself. Mm -hmm. And then I've got to go do a tour management gig in the evening in mm -hmm. Hammersmith. Okay. And then tomorrow I'm going to go to Nottingham, uh, yeah, Nottingham mm. to do another gig Interesting. for tour management. And then Sunday again, we're back at I see. Radio. So it's like freelance comes in so many different forms so as well. many different forms and like it can so it completely depends on the week like it's yeah. what you've got that week on yeah, yeah, yeah. essentially and do you enjoy that aspect of freelance of like being thrown stuff like quite yeah. last minute 
Would you say you thrive on it rather than like a planned week? Yeah, I've always been the person to do things last, like thrive yeah. on things last minute, which isn't great. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I could get way more out of myself <laughs> if I did it earlier, which I'm getting into the swing of. But like, you're a deadline person. Oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Like if you've got that deadline, you are working up to that deadline, yeah. but you're like thriving in that yeah, deadline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Like, Whereas I'm the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it week four. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's me. This is what I'm saying. You're great. You see me? We're very different in We're that. so the way opposite, we work. but I admire that so much because. <laughs> I wish got, I could be like you though you, with the deadline. No, like. you don't want to because <laughs> my back is tight right now because of how much stress I'm just like, I need to get, this, get done. this done. <laughs> I guess the adrenaline is like high. But that's amazing because like it's so good to touch upon like every single side yeah. of who you are and I know there's going to be more yeah you said a little bit about like being going into documentaries yeah tease a little bit of what the future of Ishtia will be like is have you thought about it much even with goal setting for this year or like further yeah is there anything that we can leave on a high today? um <laughs> oh I really want to I want to do a documentary. I want to put together okay. a documentary for mm. to be recorded yeah. and for me to go. And it's going to be more of like a finding myself kind of thing. Okay. So that's an aim of mm. like, and that's like a passion project of where I can be a producer, but also present at the same time yeah. and like be able to find myself and go and explore something that I wouldn't naturally wouldn't draw to. Yeah. Um, and being able to pitch that to a platform and mm -hmm. get something behind that. And yeah, so that's something that I'm aiming to do this year. Amazing. Other than that, I think everything's just coming as it comes. Yeah. And like, there's going to be so many great moments and there's going to sure. be so many hurdles. Because mm. last year was a hurdle and a half, <laughs> but I had some amazing moments. Yeah, you like, had the highs, highs and the lows, lows. Yeah, right? like we was working with Shaggy, we oh was in God. Jamaica, we was, it was so many different things that we were doing last year, which was like, when I looked back, because sometimes you need to take a step back and just look at what you've done mm. and who you are today and yeah. how much you've grown and learned within that time because 2022 I was an artist manager and mm -hmm. I was I was growing in that learned about that understood how a person works what to say what not mm -hmm. to say the following year I'd stopped artist managing but I was heavy in the production right. and just becoming a really good producer and understanding what I'm doing and I'm still not there yet like there's so much more to learn yeah. and you never stop learning. Yeah, that's but the best thing though, isn't it? Yeah. There's always so much like there's honing so your much. craft. Yeah. It it's forever. It's endless. And I love it. Yeah. You're always getting that little bit better every, every year. And then looking, but it's amazing to see that you're looking back. Cause like you are very tunnel vision. Like, you know what yeah. you want in a yeah, way. Yeah, like yeah. you, you like have found the thing that you love and that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like growing that this yeah. year. So like, what we're excited for then is to see more, yeah. more of the same, which I love yeah. and just see the growth happen. Can you tell us where we can find you on socials? So you can find me, where can you find me? You can find me on Instagram <laughs> at ishtma. And that's about, that's all I use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's all I use. You're a one, one social kind of guy. Well, I so, love it. Twitter is simple. a lot, you know, <laughs> maybe a LinkedIn. TikTok, TikTok, no. Oh, TikTok. Yeah, do you use it? Nah. <laughs> I'm too busy working. <laughs>